everyone, just a quick reminder that Lash Boss Summit is in Austin on April 22nd and 23rd of 2023. You can head to lashbossradio.com or lashbosssummit.com to buy tickets. Hope to see you there. Hey everyone, welcome back to Lash Boss Radio. I'm Shelby, your host, and today we're going to talk about responding to negative comments and negative reviews. So this is never something anyone wants to deal with. Honestly, whenever I used to get reviews back when I first started my business, I would full on cry for like a long, like embarrassingly amount of time. It took me a while to get over stuff like that. I took it very personally And I think that's kind of normal when you built this business up yourself and put so much into it. And when somebody just logs into their computer and posts something um, that's either unfair or untrue, it hurts. So the way that we respond to those things, I think, shows a lot about ourselves and our business to other customers that are looking at reviews and posts. Um, So... I want to share some things that I've learned along the way that I think would be helpful to you if you're in this situation. So first, I want to share about negative comments. So if you have posted something and somebody comments something like, um, okay, this actually happened to me yesterday, which made me think of this as a topic, but somebody posted the, (laughs) I think there was like a question in the post saying, what's your favorite style? And she was like, anything but this, like hate these, um, anything to avoid this look. Do you do natural looking lashes? And so I respond with, yes, of course. Our clients are split, you know, 50, 50 with some loving the dramatic look and some loving the natural look. Um, and so not feeding into the ugliness or taking offense to it. I just was like, yeah, sure. And I think, um, she kept posting, she literally kept posting on our page, just looking at all of our pictures. And um, she commented on one from an educator that we were hosting. So we posted some of her work with the post and it was from like last year. And so she was pretty far down just looking at our work. And she was like, these look like caterpillars. We need to phase this trend out with like capital letters. I responded with, it's a really popular style as is our natural looking sets. Everyone has their preferences. This was actually created by a world-renowned lash artist and educator who was teaching a class here at the salon, Um, just to kind of clarify what it said in the caption, which was, this is like this person's work and everything, which I think her work is actually stunning. So she posted a third comment that it was a reel I had created. I had a lash lift in the reel, and it was an amazing lash lift. Um, I have extensions on currently, but she posted a comment saying, Lash lift, right? Definitely not extensions. That's not a super negative comment. She's really just asking like for clarification. But just by the tone of her other comments, I was like, lady, what is going on with you? Um, So I was like, yep, that's a lash lift. And I just think um, some people like to do this stuff. And we see it all the time, like with comments on um, celebrity stuff. There's a bunch of trolls. And so you might get one of those here and there. We've had somebody where we were posting about lash lifts one time. We had been doing lash lifts for literally like seven years since we had been open. And she's commenting, you're late to the game. My cousin's been doing lash lifts this whole time. And I'm like, that's awesome. So have we, we're just posting about lash lifts for people who like don't know about it yet. And 
Um, and we didn't have to go super in depth or we didn't have to challenge her. We just, you know, some people are just how they are. And usually when you just meet them, like kind of like a neutral or positive one or two sentence thing, um, usually does the trick. So I think those aren't super big of a deal because those are just like a comment on a post, right? However, when you have a review, something that is on Yelp or Google or Facebook and it's a review, that's something that a lot more people are probably going to see. But just in the way that like with the comments where another person who's scrolling might see the way that we responded to it and be like, oh, that was that was respectful or I like the way they handled that. They're also going to be looking at how you handle negative reviews. Look at your own behavior when you're looking at reviews on a business and if you look for the negative reviews because you really want to get you know, anyone can leave a positive review, but you really want to look at the negative ones too, just to see what is the experience like, not just from the positive people's perspective, you know, what was so bad that somebody wanted to come on here and leave a review about. Let's say you look at someone's page, it has a couple of negative reviews, and they either look phony, or like, you could tell that the client or customer is just unreasonable and you see a response from the owner or manager and it's like very thought out, very professional, not super defensive, um, but just like stands up for themselves is professional and etc. but just stands up for themselves and remains professional and tactful. That company just got like 10 points in my head because they could have handled that literally any other way or not responded to it at all. But I do respect ones that do take time to respond to not only their positive reviews, but especially their negative ones, because those are the ones that most people are reading. I also think a company that has only positive reviews, I'm not quite sure if that's accurate or what's going on there. If they have one or two negative ones mixed in with a hundred five-star reviews, I really do think like that's a good company to go to. I'll probably have a great experience there. The way that they handled their negative reviews, like really I think is important though. So if they're super rude in their reviews or they're defensive, they don't take accountability or um, or something, I just think it makes place look bad. So the way that you respond is be kind, be professional, be to the point, take accountability when you need to, but also I would say there is a lot of opportunity for that review to be taken down or updated if you try to give the client um, some sort of solution. So let's say you have a client that comes in, they're unhappy, they leave a review. One that also could start with the whole appointment in itself. That client doesn't feel comfortable or safe to tell you how they feel about the service. They feel like they have to do it through Yelp but they want to be heard. So that's something I think can be fixed in the appointment. There's also another way to kind of stop it from going straight to Yelp and like come through you first. Your booking software might have a feature where um, they do this with Forest software, but um, where they're asked to leave a survey about their appointment and it goes just to the business. And if it's like a five-star review or a four-star review, they're asked, okay, well, do you want to post this to social media or to Yelp or Google as well? And then they could do that. And that really helps boost your reviews. If it's less, if it's a three-star or less, then it just goes to the business and they have the opportunity to call that client up and talk to them about their 
appointment. Um, I really think, though, that if you have a way where you can follow up with clients after their service or even just send them an email following up with them, even if it's an automated email, you kind of welcome that feedback right then versus, you know, you treat them in the appointment a certain way and then they're going to run to Yelp because they don't feel like that personal connection with you. So if this happens, the first thing you should do is try to reach out to them um, on the phone, preferably if you start emailing these long emails, um, typically that doesn't go over well. One, they may not read it all the way. They, if they read something that has a hint or a tone of like um, attitude or something, they're immediately turned off. So if you're going to send it in an email, like let's say you didn't get through to them, hey, so-and-so, I just left you a voicemail. I'd love to talk to you more about your experience. I'm so sorry this happened. Uh, it's definitely not a typical experience here and we'd really like to make it right. So give me a call back at this number. That's all the email really has to say is try to get them on the phone. I have never actually had it happen to where somebody didn't get back to me because in the email it was just clear like, hey, I'm just trying to make this right and we're really sorry. Like it wasn't all of this defense. There was one time where somebody caught an email before me at the time. Um, this was like several years ago when we didn't really have a system for client complaints. It just came through as an email one of the girls logged in and just did what they thought was right, which was like defend, defend, defend. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is absolutely not okay. So then we implemented a system around this. So get your team involved. How can you guys ask for and welcome feedback of all kinds? And what do you do in that case? We definitely want to communicate to everyone working there that we don't just out the gate defend. We want to hear what they're saying first because that's what they want. There's a very rare case where the person is just trying to get something for free. So don't just assume that. Just hear them out. If they're right, if they legitimately had a bad experience, consider correcting it in whatever way that works for you. But have everyone aware of how that works and how you think of clients. Also, how you speak about clients every day really helps the rest of the team understand how to speak to and about clients too. So if there's any time people are talking badly about clients are starting to, I always shut that down with, I don't want to talk badly about our clients like that. And we just talk about a solution for next time versus welcoming like gossip about them. Because then when there is a time when a client is unhappy, the attitude that we have behind the client's back is the same attitude they're going to bring to the client. So if we're always valuing our clients and, you know, speaking of them highly, then chances are everyone on the team is going to be speaking to them highly too. So if you have a negative comment, super easy. I guess you could delete it if you wanted to, but I do think responding to it in just a nice professional way is a super easy solution. But with reviews, it's a little bit differently because the goal is actually to either formulate a really great response and try to fix the issue. Um, and then that client might just take the review down. If they leave it up, they might even just update it so they can see this is this was my experience the first time, but this is how they fixed it. So then there's nobody that's not just that's just going to look at that and say, no, I don't want to do that. They actually would be more inclined to come to you because they feel safer. Like if I'm unhappy, I know that they would fix it. So either way, I think um, just kind of evaluate what the system is around reviews, getting them, getting feedback in the first place. So 
Hope this um, helped you think about those situations. I know that they're not fun. If you ever need advice on like what specifically to say, feel free to reach out. Um, you can contact me at Shelby at LashBossRadio.com and I'd be happy to help look at that. So hope you guys have a great rest of your day and enjoyed this episode. I'll be back very soon with the next one.